Ladies and gentlemen, I invite you to listen to someone by the name of Tyrone Davis. Tyrone Davis, this interview was recorded on May 2001 and is being released by Mr. Clean and Having Fun. I'm having fun and I hope you listen with me and enjoy this interview. Mm-hmm. 
see, now I'm Ken is a bad man. Awesome. But I'm gonna tell you this here. Joe ain't too slow either. No, he ain't. Joe ain't too slow either, now. Let me tell you something. What? About 10 years ago, I was in St. Louis on my vacation. I brought back some 12 in by some unknown artist brought here. Who was it? Joe. And let me tell you the name of the record. How old is Joe? Joe was in his early 30s. Oh, might be early 30s. You know what? Yeah. You know what?
song, and he sang the song. He, and hey, he had a thing going for a minute, but he only had one record. Well, you ain't talking about, what was a boy named, uh, I can think of a couple of people who could have been. Uh, what was a boy named Gregory Albert? Uh, no, Greg, hey, Greg Albert? Stick it down.
Let's finish with the uh, commentary. Uh, I mean, we in this car. 
brought it by him one night in the car. He said, I've been telling you. I've been talking to him. I'm going to give it to you. Okay. But I'm telling you one thing. Remember this. My contract was up April the 23rd, but I owed him one hour. Right. So I don't want no push. So I got to give the hour. Right. I want to keep myself clean. You know what I'm saying? So I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, want, no, I don't want no BS. You know? So, so I'm, I'm going to do that. Right. But I'm telling you right now, if you were to say, hey, Tyrone, I got you a deal with Jive tomorrow, I can take the deal because my contract is up. Right. I just owe them the hour. All right, what I'm going to do now is I am going to play one of my favorites by Tyrone Davis. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. I think, let's see. Did you enjoy listening to uh, them jibber-jabber? I call it jibber-jabber. <laughs> they get together and talk and make deals and stuff like that. In five, four, three, two, one.
Tyrone Davis never should have had to beg for a chance at anything. He had tremendous, he was so great. He had so much talent. And you'll be hearing more because I will be playing more. You have a good day. Ladies and gentlemen, in her own words, Ashanti, she has something that she wants to tell you. She was live. So listen to what she has to say. Oh, crazy. Okay. Hello, guys. Everybody is aware and saw my post, and uh, it's very, very crazy. Never in a million years did I think I would get COVID. Um, I'm super bummed. I'm actually, I'm still ready to do it tonight, though. Um, me and Team Apple, <coughs> um, I've been on the phone since like 
late last night, early this morning, trying to figure out how to do it. I got my computer set up, um, and I'm super ready. You know, I'm super ready to do it. Um, but we don't think that the technical aspect of things is going to be perfect. Um, this is crazy. Like, never in a million years did I think that I would test positive. Um, I'm so mad because I was so ready. You know, the momentum of the verses has been incredible. Um, I don't know. This is just, this is just super, super whack. Um, I don't know who in their right mind would think somebody would try to fake COVID because <laughs> that's not necessarily something to play with or to joke around about. You know, people out here dying. You know, thank God I'm, like, not in pain. Um, I'm a little nasal, tiny cough. Um, but, yeah, I, I'm so mad. <laughs> I'm so mad. I actually have my DJ, City, and Bryce, my creative director, are out in L.A. now. Um, they are, oh, so funny, just text me. They are in L.A. right now, um, ready to go. Um, they flew in this morning. And we were all set up to try and get it done um, from via satellite. So from my house, obviously, to studio. I actually have a picture of what the stage looks like and where Keisha's sitting and the television that they were going to de- be displaying me on. Um, they had cords delivered to my house this morning so that I could plug my laptop into the router directly so that we can have the strongest signal possible. And, like, I'm ready if... if if, if it was a possible way to get it done, I'm like, I'm ready to do it tonight. You know, me and City, we have our plan together, you know. Um, and a side of me felt like, damn, will the fans feel like they're being cheated if it's not in person? Should we postpone it or should we say, nah, just do it tonight anyway, even though it, you can't be, you know, together? So I was like, I think we should just do it tonight. You know, obviously, I couldn't get on a plane. I couldn't affect anybody or, you know, put anyone else at risk or anything like that. Um, But I was like, let's go, you know. Um, Ahead of Apple team, they were basically like, if you really want to do it, we can do it. But the latency and the delay between you talking is not going to be, you know... For two hours, it wouldn't be, you know, a good situation. You know, after a while, people would, you know, not like it or wouldn't be able to bear it. And um, I'm just like, well, if I don't talk (laughs) and we're just playing records, you know, and maybe it's just a little commentary here and there, why can't we still try? You know what I'm saying? Um, But they felt like it would be better to postpone. And Keish actually felt like it would be better to postpone. You know, we spoke last night and she was just like, nah, I want to be able to hug you and I want to be able to be on stage, you know, and and genuinely I felt the same way. You know, I feel like um, obviously the best thing would be for us to be in person, but I'm a a person that likes to resolve issues. You know, I done performed whole concerts having the flu, having pneumonia, you know, uh, uh, having foot surgery. People saw me on stage with a cane and a foot brace. You know, so I'm never, never the one to turn away or back down from anything. 
You know what I mean? So I'm 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 still super ready. It's a little cough here or there or here and there, but nothing nothing too crazy. I got water, I got tea, I got ginger. Um but yeah, I I, I at this point <coughs> I don't think um at this point I don't know what else there is to do or to say. Who is that? Oh, I'm getting crazy texts from everywhere. At this point I don't know what it is to do or to say. You know, um, and to just be very, very, very clear. Yes, I've been traveling. Yes, I went to Nairobi. I had an amazing time. And no, I did not get COVID from traveling. I did not get COVID from being in Africa or anything like that. Everyone that I went on a trip with has tested positive. They go, they have been going from country to country. They went to Uganda, Tanzania, so they have to continuously get tested. So no one tested positive, so I did not get it from traveling. I actually got it from a family member when I came home. So I came home and I hugged a family member that ended up being positive. I didn't know he was positive. He didn't know he was positive. So when he went to get tested, I was like, got tested last night and that's what it was so just to be very clear it had nothing to do with that um I've been tested at least seven times by the same you know same company and you know this is 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 it's very unfortunate but it's also a lesson you know that that this is very very real you know what I'm saying um and it doesn't have to come from the outside it doesn't have to come from don't know you know um it's unfortunate and like I said like I'm healthy I take herbs vitamins you know all that (laughs) I don't eat (laughs) beef and pork (laughs) you know um so I'm super healthy and it still happened you know what I mean and um hopefully people learn from this that it's not a game it's very very real Testing, testing, one, two, three. Testing, testing, one, two, three. Here's a little more information about Tommy Lister, the actor that played in Ice Cube's Friday movie. You have it here coming from a YouTuber. You know, just a good dude all the way around. He died today. Uh, Police got called to his house. They showed up. He was unresponsive. And uh, they pronounced him dead on the scene. Um, he he was not a. Uh, it wasn't even an, a situation that said that they're reporting that uh, what they could do anything for him. Uh, so yeah, he was pronounced dead on the scene. They don't know right now what the cause of death is, but my man. Is going to be missed. All right, there you have it.
you grew up during the 1980s, or even if you're just a fan of the 80s, you've probably heard of the musical group DeBarge. With up-tempo R&B tracks such as I Like It and All This Love, the Motown-influenced family band seemed destined to follow in the Jackson 5's footsteps. But while DeBarge achieved some success, according to members of the band, they were driven apart by personal conflicts. And in 1989, after five albums, they broke up following the incarceration of two members. One of the members who was sent to jail was lead singer Bobby DeBarge. In the 1970s, Bobby began performing with a number of groups alongside his brother Tommy, including Hot Ice and Switch. In 1979, after their siblings Mark, Randy, Elle, and Bunny had formed their own group, Bobby and Tommy began working with them, and in 1980, the band DeBarge issued their debut album with Bobby as one of the producers. By 1982, when they released their second album for Motown Records, DeBarge had become a hit. Motown founder Barry Gordy said that Bobby was, quote, the most talented artist I have signed. Unfortunately, though, Bobby's talent was overshadowed by a debilitating heroin addiction he had developed in the 70s. And he wasn't alone. Bunny, Tommy, Chico, and James all battled addiction, which some of them have said stemmed from trying to deal with their abusive father. Greg Williams, who had gone to school with Bobby before becoming bandmates with him in the group Switch, told Vibe, Bobby was always very sensitive and withdrawn, and there was a lot of abuse at the hands of Mr. DeBarge. Heroin became his main way to escape. Mother Ederlene DeBarge told Atlanta Daily World that Bobby's brother L struggled as well. Drugs happened. When L got into drugs, it just paralyzed him. He just couldn't deal with all the people in the music industry. He couldn't deal with their fakeness and people ripping him off. Motown had taken all of his publishing, and they're still making money from those songs. With the immensely popular 1985 hit Rhythm of the Night, featured in the film The Last Dragon, DeBarge was on the track to success even after L left the group and was replaced by Bobby. Any hopes of mainstream popularity were dashed in 1988, however, when DeBarge family members Bobby and Chico, along with four other people, were arrested for drug trafficking in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Both Bobby and Chico ended up in court. The resulting convictions and prison sentences marked the end of the family musical group, and DeBarge disbanded in 1989. According to UPI, the DeBarge brothers conspired to smuggle more than two pounds of cocaine to Michigan from Los Angeles. The operation was busted when Chico and a co-conspirator were found with cocaine packages during a passenger inspection at Detroit Metropolitan Airport. Things would only get worse for Bobby. Tragically, while serving a five-year prison sentence for drug smuggling, Bobby learned that he had HIV. Williams told Vibe that Bobby went downhill fast. Bobby's last years were hell. He was separated from his wife and kids and acting paranoid toward everybody. Bobby knew his life was basically over. Bobby reportedly grew distant from his family as his health declined from the vicious disease. Effective treatment for the complications brought on by HIV AIDS would not become widely available in time to help Bobby. Bobby managed to complete another album, It's Not Over, but he realized that his life was ending. His family placed him in hospice, and on August 16, 1995, Bobby DeBarge died from AIDS-related health complications at age 39, two weeks after the release of his final album. Bobby DeBarge is buried in Garfield Park Cemetery in Grand Rapids, Michigan. But while he may have tragically been taken far too soon, his musical legacy still lives on today. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, uh, I didn't know that. This is something new to me. Uh, I know I was... This is one of his songs uh, by, by the, bar, the group The Barge. 
the name of the song is I Like It by DeBarge. And we have completed another another podcast link. Thank you.